I have Ken Spector from Happy Cow here. I'm so glad to have you, Ken. Um, just wanted to ask you about your perspective on veganism. Since you have been vegan for 23 years um, as a guy, now I want you to share with me your perspective on that. Being vegan, when I first started as a vegan, I was actually living in Virginia, which is uh, it was a small town in Virginia, a relatively small town in Virginia. And there were no vegans around me. And I had never met a vegan, but I read a book about veganism. Um, it was actually a book on uh, by the Diamonds about the physiology of food and how we, after a long night, we're dehydrated in the morning. And now when you eat fruit in the morning, there's so much water and, and nutrition in fruit that it sort of rehydrates your body. It also talked about you know meat and how long meat takes to digest and how uh, difficult it is to digest. And fruit is very easily digestible. So that that was the reason I became vegan. I also had stopped eating a lot of meat early on just because I found it to be repugnant. Like chicken, it didn't seem right to me to eat that. So and then I ended up um, becoming vegan. And being vegan for me has been, uh, it's much easier now than it used to be. When I first started, there, were, there weren't the vegan meats. There weren't a lot of things that are vegan now. We have vegan meats, there's vegan cheese. I was in um, a store in Germany, in Berlin, called Vegans. They had over 80 types of vegan cheese. Just to give you an idea of how this has grown, from none to many. Um, the products now are much better, so it's a lot easier to find it. Menus around the world, including in Hong Kong, from you name the country, a lot of countries have vegan restaurants, or at least veg-friendly food at their restaurants. So it just makes it so much easier, or it's so much easier today to find vegan food in the world. So tell me more about your experience traveling the world in your recent trip. Uh, what are some of your most um, interesting vegan dining experiences that you've had in terms of, say, the meat, um, the, the vegan cheese? Yeah, yeah. Tell me more about that. I would say the most interesting experience as far as world travel goes recently is Berlin, Germany. Berlin, Germany, about three years ago, had no vegan restaurants at all. And in three years now they have, the last time I counted, which was a few weeks ago, they have 36 vegan restaurants in a matter of three years. That's an incredible number when you think about it, because this is a country that I know, as from my mother, who lived in Germany for a while, uh, they eat, or they ate mostly, meat and potatoes. That was the standard German diet. In fact, many of the Frankfurters, hamburgers, these were all German foods that came to America that were considered, are now considered to be very unhealthy for humans' consumption. And so that was an interesting experience, is going to a place where they have the world's largest vegan grocery store chain called Vegans, and they have the first uh, vegan street, which I actually did an interview with Happy Cow with the CEO of Vegans, and I walked down the first vegan street where all the shops are vegan, which is interesting. So that was, that was quite an interesting thing. As far as restaurants go, I'd say one of the most memorable vegan restaurants I've ever eaten at was in uh, Milan, Italy last year. It was a restaurant called Gioia. And it's quite expensive, but the plates were art pieces. It, the food looked so good, and the, the, the plates were sort of painted with various colors using vegan food. And the food looked so good, I didn't want to eat it. It was like eating an art piece on a plate. So that was a, that amazing restaurant. Um, and as far as um, just Hong Kong, you know, this trip I was in Thailand, and now I'm in Hong Kong. Um, this part of the world has, is is already very vegan friendly just by the nature of the food. Um, there are loads of vegetables served at most restaurants here which makes it so much easier. If you go to Hong Kong, it's, you know, you can maybe order vegetarian dumplings or just rice with vegetables and tofu. Um, tofu is not available in a lot of places in the world. Uh, you know, you can't find a 
just tofu or tofu milk here. So you can find soy milk and things like that. So I found I find Asia to be much easier to be vegan than other places. That's interesting. So let's talk a little bit about the flavors of the food itself, because some people find that um, you know with veganism it can be too restrictive. Mm-hmm. That you know they don't want to limit their diet to you know without the pleasures in life, as they say. So mm-hmm. how would you respond to that? Pleasures in life, uh, you know, it's obviously relative. Um, I feel like I have an incredible amount of pleasure in my life. I'm a fruit lover. I love exotic fruit. Um, so uh, my favorite fruit actually is the mangosteen, which I see for sale. Actually, the, the mangosteens here in Hong Kong are better than in Thailand. I think they make more money from the fruit here, so they sell the better quality fruit in Hong Kong, and they sell the inferior quality fruit in Thailand. Um, so that is my you know, favorite. So I love fruit, and I feel like if you really start trying a lot of the fruits around, for instance, in Hong Kong, the durian. I see loads of durian here. How many people have even tried a durian? I don't know what that is. I don't want to try it. Try those things. You might really like them. So that's one thing I say. Try new foods. Um, there are vegan restaurants. There's Loving Hut. I know you tried the other day the, uh, I think it was like an egg cream dessert of some sort. And you really liked it. And it was vegan. And the fact is, is veganism has come a long way. It used to be, when I started, vegan cheeses were terrible. I mean, they really were bad. It, was, it just had a really bad flavor. Now there's a vegan cheese by a woman whose name is Miyoko Shinner. She's lives in San Francisco, um, in Fairfax, California, actually right above San Francisco. Her cheeses are so good that when I tried them at a party about two years ago, I thought I was actually eating cheese. My dad, who does not eat, just he's a carnivore. He just loves his meat and loves his cheese. He tried it and said, this is fantastic. This is great cheese. So the products these days are getting so much better than they used to be, far better than they've ever been. Um, you know, you can now buy, Miyoko is now selling, as of two months ago, her cheese internationally. So if you are really adventurous, you can buy her cheese and have it shipped over here, and you'll find her cheeses are so amazing. Um, as far as vegan meats go, I saw at the Hong Kong um, veg, Vegetarian Food Festival the other day, they were importing um, V-Gourmet, um, and they sell them here in Hong Kong, the, the meats, the vegan meats. Um, and Vie Gourmet has really tasty vegan meat. So if you're making a cold cut sandwich or a sandwich with meat, if you use their meat and you put mustard on or whatever else you put on, you're going to have a, the same experience as you would if you're eating like at Subway. I think you have those here. You'll have the similar experience. So the vegan meats are getting better. I know some of them aren't as good as others, but they are getting better. The cheeses are there. Miyoko has proven to me that you can make a vegan cheese. And those are the big things that keep people from becoming vegan. And that is the cheese and the meat and the... Well, butter is easy because there's a lot of vegan butter spreads. And then um, and eggs. There's now egg replacement that you can buy. They're in powder form. And you add in the water and they turn into like an egg substitute. In fact, Loving Hut and Wan Chai, they have vegan eggs. So you can try that. So I recommend people try these new things and see what whether you like them. They're going to get better because more people are becoming vegan. Now, tell me more about, you know, as what are some barriers that most men you see um, they face when they consider veganism or, you know, they, they, when they hear about the word veganism, yeah. you know, what is stopping them or what are, what are their perspective and yeah. what do you think you can do to, you know, what are your perspective on, on this? Okay, so people, men I talk to, uh, for the most part, especially those who work out their gym buffs and go to the gym and try to get really big, they think, oh, I can't, I can't eat, uh, you know, I have to eat my meat because I won't be able to get big. For anyone who says that, I recommend they look up Patrick Baboumian from Germany. He's one of the strongest men in the world. I think he carried 
1,100 pounds on his back, 30 feet. It's a, a lot of weight. He's got a world record. He's huge. You know what he said when he did that, after he was finished taking that weight on his back and walking across the stage with it? He said, vegan power. He's vegan. He's one of the strongest, if not the strongest man in the world. So anyone who says, oh, you can't be vegan, nonsense. You can be the strongest man in the world and be vegan. Now, you have to obviously eat a lot of calories, beans, legumes. You know, beans have a lot of calories. They have the essential amino acids that you need if you eat tofu. It's the eight essential amino acids. But that's one thing. The other thing um, is, is, is like maybe sexuality and being you know, sexual. The fact is, is you don't lose your sexuality when you're vegan. That has nothing to do with anything. Um, in, in fact, heart health has to do with sexual health for men. And if your heart and your arteries are clogged and your blood is not flowing, it is not going to be flowing to other areas either. So if you are out of shape, if you have a big belly, if you are not exercising and you're eating a, a heavy meat and dairy diet and your arteries are clogged, you very well may be having problems. I can tell you I have had no problems in the sexual area as a result of perhaps of my diet, I don't know. But I do hear, I do see ads on television about that and I think, well, I'm not having that problem and I'm vegan, so maybe it's not about veganism, I don't know, but it doesn't hurt. Of course. Um, now, let's talk a little bit about the myths of protein mm -hmm. and, um, you know, and, and becoming, say, um, buffer as a, as a guy. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think, I mean, we've addressed that a little bit already, but if you can dive a little bit deeper, what do you think are the other myths that you haven't addressed? Yeah, as far as myths go, you know, people think they need so much protein and they think they need it from a meat source. The fact is, is that the people I've seen, I know a guy that was working out and eating just a lot of avocados. He, he's ripped. And he said, avocados really help to build muscle. So he uses avocados. He also um, uses soy products. You may have heard soy products have a lot of estrogen, the female hormone in them. Well, I can guarantee that dairy, which is from a female cow, has a lot of estrogen in it. So the fact is, is that the myths are is that people think they need the meat to be big, or they need the meat to be in shape, or they need the protein. You can get plenty of protein. Lettuce has protein. Beans have loads and loads of protein. I've never met someone who's ever had a protein deficiency. Perhaps if you're starving and you're not eating enough food, you may have a protein deficiency. But for the most part, people are not protein deficient. There are some things that they could be deficient in as a vegan or not vegan. Vitamin B12, for example, um, there's really no good uh, source of vitamin B12 for vegans. The fact is, is even for meat eaters, a lot of people have B12 deficiencies. B12, fortunately, lasts in your body for a long period of time, which is great. Um, but it is recommended by some of the top vegan doctors to supplement, whether you're vegan or not, by vitamin B12. That's a good one to supplement. The other one would be uh, omega-3s, which you can get from what are called flax seeds. You can get them from an algae. Fish in the ocean eat algae and eat sea plants. They then synthesize omega-3s, which uh, and D, it's called DHA and EPA. These are things that everyone needs. If you don't get enough of it, you can fall into a depression. You might have you know, anxiety. Um, so I do supplement. I don't need to because I eat flax, but I do supplement with an algae oil. Um, it's, uh, it's an algae oil and it's um, better and more accessible uh, EPA, DHA than you can get from fish. 
Plus the problem with fish too, when people say, oh, I just eat fish, a lot of mercury. We have poured so many chemicals into our oceans that there's PCBs, lead, and mercury in our oceans and many other chemicals. The larger the fish, the more they eat the smaller fish, the more they accumulate these chemicals in their bodies. And the fact is, I've read this in many places, by the year 2048, there will be no more fish in the ocean because we are overfishing, we have too, many, too much population. So we're killing our oceans with our chemicals. The global warming is raising the temperature of our earth. And then you have um, overfishing. So by 2048, that'll be the last fish, meaning fish up until then are going extinct. So the fact is, is like, you know, we have to learn either now or later we'll have to because there will not be that food source. Um, we have to learn not to eat or eat far less fish than we're eating. So the fact is, is, you know, people think they need it. They need the meat. They need meat to be healthy. You do not need meat to be healthy. Um, I've proven that. I've been vegan 23 years and it's not necessary. Do get your blood checked, but you should get your blood checked if you're a meat eater too, just to make sure you're, you're synthesizing all of the things and, you know, on a regular basis, you're getting all the nutrients you need. But yeah, those are some of the myths, you know, needing more protein when, if you read articles, who says you need more protein? Is it the meat industry that says you need more protein? Should we be trusting them? Um, and you can get anything you can get from meat, you can get in vegetables in a far more accessible source. You know, B12, you know, putting that aside, but the fact is, is that a lot of meat has too little B12 as well and dairy, you know, too little B12 anyway. So, you know, you can, you can supplement that, you know, anyway. So lastly, what about the immediate effects um, of, you know, getting on a vegan diet and eliminating dairy um, and, and meat? Um, can you list a few immediate effects that you think people would benefit from, and as well as how this can relate to them being productive at work. Yeah, I mean, when I initially became vegan, I found that I was pretty agitated. I felt like I was starving. And the re what I was doing is, and this was, again, 23 years ago, I was eating pasta with tomato sauce and water almost every day. And I just felt terrible. I did that for months. I was really stubborn. I really wanted to do this. And I was eating fruit in the morning, and I just didn't feel so great. So the, the immediate effect for me was agitation. A lot of people I know, they're like, oh, I'm hungry. I'm always hungry. I'm always hungry. Well, I will say this. One thing that people can do you know, in the morning, for example, is lentils or beans for breakfast. They have a lot of protein, and they will keep you satiated for until 3 o'clock that afternoon. So if you eat lentils or beans for breakfast, it's an inexpensive protein source. That, to me, works really, really well. Or you eat some fruit and, some, and, then, and then an hour later, maybe eat some beans. Good, good you know, to keep your energy up. Or for lunch, you have beans. Um, the, the effects initially could be for some agitation, but that doesn't mean it's, it's bad for you. It's almost like you're, if you're smoking cigarettes and all of a sudden you, you stop smoking, you feel terrible because you were addicted to something that was bad for you. I feel meat has addictive qualities. There's sugars in meats that have been shown to be addictive. So when you get off of them, you feel terrible for a period of time. That does not mean that meat, you should be going back and eating meat. It just means that you're, you're addicted to the meat and what is in meat. So you, if you end up moving away from that, I find that now, you know, I don't need nearly as much sleep. Um, I have not gained a pound of weight or lost a pound of weight since I was 16 years old. I could if I ate more, but I decided, you know, I'm just going to stay this way, but I can eat whatever I want. I eat all day. I eat when, when I want. Um, vegans have a much lower um, body weight ma uh, mass index than non-vegans. One thing I also learned is when I got my cholesterol checked, my cholesterol was a 60. That's unheard of in the meat-eating population. I talked with a famous doctor who I'd recommend everyone check out, Dr. Michael Greger, 
um, and he has loads of uh, um, presentations online that he gives about diet. And I talked directly to him and I said, you know, my, my cholesterol is 60. He says, every person on the planet, if they had your cholesterol, you, there would be no more heart attacks. You're never going to get a heart attack because your arteries are so clean. So I said, that there's, he goes, only vegans get to 60. Other parts of the population, for the most part, they never get down to 60 as far as their cholesterol level. Completely healthy and normal. It's not healthy and normal as uh, what the meat eaters do as far as eating meat. That's not a healthy cholesterol level. So cholesterol goes down. Um, you find you can eat more because you're eating lower on the food chain, so there's fewer calories you're eating overall, which is nice. Um, and again, if you eat something like beans, beans expand in your stomach, so they actually make you feel full. As a result, you eat less and you lose weight. So it's, it's great for weight loss. Um, now guys say, oh, I don't want to lose weight. Eat more beans, eat more pasta, eat more high-calorie foods. You will gain weight. I've met overweight vegans. that They do exist, but they do have to eat a lot more. So um, I would say higher energy. I would say, um, you know, the lower cholesterol. I will say um, just feeling lighter. You know, you just feel lighter and you feel, you know, the, the energy level is always up, you know. So there's a lot of benefits. Well, thanks a lot for your time, Ken. I really appreciate it. Sure. Well, thank you so much for having me, Nicole.